Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to a new episode of Bite-Sized Philosophy. This is one that I'm kind of excited about. I think it has a wide application to most people that I know struggle with this, myself included. So we're going to look at one, uh, two quotes today, and we're going to dive into them. So we're going to focus on worrying today. And there's kind of two main quotes, but the first one is kind of the headliner. So this is a stoic rule. I got it from Ryan Holiday, who probably got it from someone else, but frankly, I'm not sure who that was. We're going to jump into it. Don't suffer imagined troubles. After the break, we'll define what this means and we'll start talking about it. Welcome to Bite Sized Philosophy where we look at short quotes, ideas, and talk to real people about practical ways to solve the problems that we face every day in our lives. These episodes are short, no more than 10 or 15 minutes, so that you're able to listen to them as part of your daily routine without interruption. I'm your host, Joel Sigrist, and thank you for spending your time with me today. Don't suffer imagined troubles. We like to suffer imagined troubles in our lives. The world is hard and I get into a habit and you probably do too of making it harder on ourselves. So we often play through scenarios before they even happen. And when I do this, when I get caught up in this, I play through the worst case scenario. So whenever I'm playing through social situations before they happen or scenarios before they happen, Rarely is it the best case scenario. Um, I know that people talk about, oh, you should be like envisioning what you want to happen. You should be picturing it in your mind's eye and you should be seeing it through and it'll make it happen and all of those sorts of things. I don't do this a lot. Instead, I kind of play through worst case scenarios before they happen. There's a Mark Twain quote, and this is kind of the supporting evidence for this, this episode, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, Mark Twain said, he was on his deathbed and he said, I've experienced a great deal of pain and suffering in my life, most of which has never happened. And I think that is really poignant that like we worry a lot, we suffer imagined troubles a lot, and most of them don't happen that way. Sometimes it does. And sometimes when we play through a scenario in advance, and sometimes when we worry, worry about it in advance, that actually is what happens. And that the worst case scenario comes to reality and we suffer through it twice. And by playing through it the first time, by really feeling those emotions the first time, doesn't make it easier the, when it actually happens. It doesn't help. It doesn't make our responses or our reactions any better it just makes us feel the pain twice my challenge my goal my belief is that we shouldn't suffer imagined troubles we shouldn't play through this in advance and i know a lot of people who have struggled with anxiety i've struggled with anxiety a little bit in my past also and still do in my present and i think this social anxiety like plays plays itself out this way that it really begins to snowball and it begins to get out of control that something really trivial as um, going through the drive-through and not knowing what I'm going to order 
it starts out as, oh, you know, I'm going to get up there and I'm, oh, I don't know what I'm going to order. And, and I'm almost up at line. And suddenly, suddenly, what if, what if I'm in line and I don't know what I'm going to say? And then it's, it all spirals out of control. And this, this small thing of, oh, I'm going to need a few more seconds when I'm ordering at the fast food window turns into this huge snowball of this spiral that really gets out of control and suddenly becomes something that we don't have control of anymore and it becomes something that really is panic inducing and that's is it about the fast food window no it's really not it's not about what am i gonna order for lunch it's about something bigger than that and but that's the thing that kind of starts it and then we let it get out of control and we let it really spiral into that and so my goal the thing that i like i have it written down next to me is uh don't suffer imagined troubles it's a sticky note i'm looking at it right now and that's something i have on my desk all the time because i deal with this at work a lot that i hold myself to a high standard at work and sometimes i am gonna send out an email or i'm gonna jump on a meeting with someone and i'm not sure what i'm supposed to say i'm not sure if i'm doing something wrong I'm not sure if any of those things and and I play through the worst case scenarios before they happen and then most of the time I'll send out that email and I don't ever get a response or I'll send out that email and I'll get a response back and it sounds like they didn't even read it all the way through and they just respond right away and so oftentimes the worst case scenario that I play out in my head of what if everyone's judging me is not a reality. It rarely actually comes to play the way that I fear that it's going to. And when it does, even when it, even when something bad actually happens, because we live in a hard world, we really do suffer a lot of troubles. We suffer a lot of pain. We, we go through a lot of pain and suffering. That's real. That's going to be for all of our lives. But playing through it in advance doesn't make that easier. It just means we feel it twice. It just means we live through it twice. And sometimes this is out of our control and anxiety is a real thing. And sometimes we can't catch that. And sometimes we can't slow that down. But the way that I have helped myself grow with this and helped myself learn with this is I make a note. And so I mentioned earlier, I have a sticky note on my wall that says, don't suffer imagined troubles. And as soon as I start to feel myself like slip, and as soon as I start to feel myself spiral and feel that fear sitting in, that that anxiety setting in, I try and take a step back. I see the note, don't suffer imagined troubles. And I try and take a step back, take a deep breath, set the thing down, set the thing aside and, and take a few deep breaths and think to myself like, I don't need to think about this. I don't need this to happen right now. This is not as big of a deal as I, as my mind is going to make it out to be. And that doesn't always work, and that's not a perfect solution. But it's one of the little ways that I've helped with that. At different times, I've had that as my phone lock screen, and I've had that as some different things, because I do need to catch myself before that turns into a spiral, before that starts to snowball down the hill I need to catch myself and I need to remember this isn't as big a deal as I'm worried about making it this isn't going to happen the way that I'm going to think it through and sometimes that helps and sometimes it doesn't but I think it's the their strategies like that are the ways that we're able to stop suffering imagine troubles the way that we're able to catch ourselves before we get out of control and the way that if I don't know what I'm going to order when I get up to the fast food window I'll make a call then and if I don't like it it was one dinner it was four dollars it was seven dollars it's not that big a deal life moves on 
and we keep on living. So that's what I would say. Don't suffer imagined troubles. Do the best that we can to be able to catch ourselves when we start to spin out of control, when we start to snowball, when our thoughts start to really pile up negatively. Catch yourself. Take a step back. Take some deep breaths. Go outside. Go for a walk. Do something that gets you out of that headspace and helps you to stop that spiral before it really gets going. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bite-Sized Philosophy. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're able to take these episodes and learn from them and apply them. And I hope you're able to reach out. You can find me at Joel Sigrist FF on Twitter. You can find me at Sigrist Media on Instagram. And you can find me on my website, joelsigrist.com. Thanks for tuning in. This is why I do what I do. You're the reason. You're the motivation. Have a good one. Thanks for spending your precious time with me today, listening to Bite-Sized Philosophy. I know your time is important, and that's why I keep these episodes short. It really means the world to me that you'll tune in, and that you'll hang out with me for these 10, 5, 15 minutes. You're the reason that I wanted to get back into this and wanted to keep recording and putting out content. Be sure not to miss anything. Follow me on Twitter at JoelSigristFF, at Instagram at SigristMedia, or on my website, joelsigrist.com. I also have an email list that you can subscribe to on my website, and I hope to keep hearing from you. I learn more from you than you learn from me. So thank you for spending your time with me today, and we'll see you next time on Bite-Sized Philosophy. Bye.